What's up, y'all? It's your girl, AK, and you're tuned into AK Unfiltered. Welcome to day 17 of Podmas. How's everyone doing today? I hope you all are doing extremely well. I'm doing good. Thank you for asking. If you are a new listener, welcome. And if you're an OG, welcome back. So yes, I am back again with another episode during Podmas. I hope you all are enjoying Podmas so far. And if you have missed any episodes during Podmas, make sure you all go binge listen to those episodes and make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend to tell their mother to tell their brother to tell their uncle, their father, their niece, their nephew, their cousin that your girl AK is doing Podmas all the way up until Christmas. And that's just on what? period okay now let's get straight into today's episode so i'm not gonna lie i am super duper excited for today's episode because today i'm going to be reading a story on wattpad okay now if you know about wattpad you know about wattpad i mean wattpad literally was the shit i mean literally back in middle school high school i used to be up at night reading stories on Wattpad and I'm not going to cap I was out here reading explicit content I mean literally you could find any type of shiznai on Wattpad Wattpad literally was the shit okay now it's actually kind of crazy because I've had Wattpad on my phone for years but I haven't opened up the app in so long I think it's been over four years now so I decided okay today I'm actually gonna read a story on Wattpad because I haven't opened up the app and I'm not gonna lie I'm excited so I hope you all are excited make sure you get yourself some popcorn wine alcohol blunt joint whatever you like to do to relax okay sit back all right and let's just really enjoy the story okay and that's just on what period all right now so i'm gonna open the app and i'm not gonna lie i actually like this layout this this layout is so different from you know years ago wattpad has really been doing their thing updating the app and i'm fucking with it so the story that i'm going to read is going to be juicy because we only do juicy stories and that's just on what period so the name of the story that we're reading is chasing red by isabel ronin and hmm, let's let's actually read the background okay let's read the background on this story so the background is when cynical straight a college student veronica stratford gets kicked out of her apartment notorious basketball player caleb lockhart offers her a place to stay Intensely drawn to her, Caleb wants something for the first time in his life and pursues her. But Veronica's painful past is catching up to her, and her heart might just be the one thing Caleb can't win. I'm the last thing she wants in her life. She keeps expecting me to disappoint her, to leave, but I'm here to stay, period, Caleb. She owns me, and it's as simple as that. She was fire, and I wanted her to burn me like a moth to a flame I could not resist. She was broken, a puzzle that was missing a few pieces, but maybe I'd carve my own pieces to complete her. They said she was going to be my ruin, then let her ruin me. Ooh, I don't know about y'all, but that seems juicy. And I'm here for it. I'm here for the tea. I'm here for the mess, okay? And that's just on what period. So before I get started, let me actually lay down because, you know, I want to be comfortable and I want you all to be comfortable with me. And that's just on what period. And so, hold on, y'all. I'm moving. I'm moving my position real quick. 
Oh, this is about to be a real juicy ass story, and I'm not gonna cap. I'm super duper excited. Super duper excited. Okay. So now let's get into the story. Start reading. Okay. It's loading, y'all. It's loading. This is taking 10,000 years, bro. Okay. So let's get into it. I hope you have your wine. I hope you have, you know, something that will make you comfortable, a blanket, because we about to get into the story. So now we are at Caleb's point of view. The whole dance floor glowed with red and green laser beams shooting out from rotating lights in the ceiling. It was Friday night and the club was packed with people dancing and jumping to the DJ Strabby music. They reminded me of pigeons huddled in the cold, only they were on crack. What's the hell wrong with you, Cameron yelled in my ear, giving me a friendly punch to the arm. That was the fourth chick you turned down tonight and we just got here. I shrugged, saying that I was bored with the meaningless sex and monotonous flirting seemed pretty pathetic. All right, the sex I didn't mind, but I was looking for something else lately. A challenge, maybe. A thrill of the chase. I chugged my beer. If you eat the same shit every time, you'd get bored of it too, I replied. Justin barked out a laugh, motioning with his beer to the dance floor. Check that out, man. Holy shit, he exclaimed, letting out a high-pitched whistle. In the middle of the dance floor was a girl who was dancing, no scratch that, gyrating, so sensually that I couldn't help but stare. She moved like sex comes to mind, seducing a number of eyes on her. A short and tight dress covered her hourglass body like second skin. And it was in make me sin red. Damn. I might have drooled a little as she bent over, then did something dreamy with her hips so that her long ebony hair was now swaying down her tiny wet waist. Her legs looked a mile long in those spiky hills. Shit, I'm going to take this girl home with me, Justin yelled excitedly. That was low and annoying enough to distract me. I hated cheating. Justin had a girlfriend. Ooh, bitch. Ooh, this is juicy. We only on the first page, period. Okay, let's get back into it. Cameron shook his head at him. He looked up with... He looked up when a redhead asked him to dance. He laughed, shook his head, and whispered something in her ear. The redhead giggled. He nodded to me, and they left. Hello, team captain. A soft body slithered up to me, reeking of heavy floor perfume. I looked down on the heavily made-up eyes of Claire Bentley. I appreciate the magic makeup does to a girl's face, but not when she looked like she was punched and was now sporting two black raccoon eyes damn claire how's it going i gave her a small smile a small smile but it only encouraged her to grab onto my arm Ugh, no what did i why did i sleep with her again damn you slubber her bro come on damn okay back to the story oh you know nothing much she batted her eyelashes pushing her breast to my side I couldn't help but glance quickly at her cleavage. Her breasts were staring at me. Ah, one drunken night and those lovely things might must have been enough reason for me at the time. The strap of her dress slid out slid down her shoulder. She looked up at me from beneath her eye from beneath her lashes. 
and I wondered if that was a practice move. Nonetheless, I thought it was kind of sexy. If only it was a different face, then I'd have probably been interested. Maybe. You owe me a drink, Caleb. I dropped mine when she when you walked by. Oh, that's real corny. Her tongue snaked out to touch the top of her lip. I hid my wince. She was trying too hard, and I did not want to be trapped in her claws all night. Racking my brain on how to shut her down without offending her, I desperately looked around for Cameron or Justin, but not one of them was in sight. Assholes. Hey, baby. My wise widened in surprise as the girl on the dance floor I was shamelessly ogling earlier wrapped her arms around my waist, maneuvering me out of Claire's grasp. When her eyes shifted to mine, I forgot how to breathe. She was stunning. Ooh, okay, sis. He's with me, she told Claire, but she was still looking at me. I was memorized at the way her mouth moved. Her lips were wide and full and colored and colored a very, very hot red. Aren't you? Her voice was soft and low, reminding me of dark rooms and hot, smoky nights. I felt my heart leap inside my chest for one insane second. It might have been a full minute or two. I didn't care. She wasn't beautiful. Not in the classical sense. Instead, her face was striking, eye-catching, high and sharp cheekbones, long, dark brows above cat-like eyes that were filled with secrets. I wanted to know every one of them. When I didn't respond and just stared, her brows drew together in askance. The dusky gold of her skin glowed under the dim light. It made me wonder how it would feel like. I caught her arms quickly before she could get away, placing them around my neck. I was right. Her skin was soft and smooth. More was all I could think. Leaning close to her, I let my lips barely touch her earlobe and whisper, Where have you been? A smug, a smug smile split my lips as I felt her shiver. I've been looking for you my whole life. Damn, Caleb. Chill. Leisurely, as if I had all the time in the world, I glittered my nose just under her ear, down to the hollow on her throat. But before I could do anything else, she stepped away. She's gone. You're safe, she smirked. Now you can buy me a drink for saving you. I placed my hands in my pockets to stop myself from reaching for her again. I already missed the feel of her in my arms. Sure, what would you like? She shook her hair back and I couldn't stop myself from watching her. I was captivated. Something strong. Tonight I want to be someone else. I want to forget. That was my cue. I slid my hand on the small of her back, pulling her toward me so that our faces were only inches apart. You can be anyone you want with me. Her scent drifted to my nose. It was addicting. Why don't we leave this place and go somewhere where I can make you forget red? Ooh. Her eyes turned cold before her palms flattened against my chest and pushed. Nice meeting you too, asshole. She waved and left me staring after her like a lost puppy. What the hell just happened? Did she just reject me? The feeling was so unfamiliar that all I could do was watch her until she disappeared into the crowd. She was swaying a little, like she had too much to drink. I almost ran after her to make sure she was alright, but before, but but she probably would just spit at me. Her friends would take care of her. But what the hell did I do wrong? She was sending all the right signals that she was interested. 
Did she want me to buy her a drink first? Funny how I was wishing for a challenge tonight and when it was staring at me in the face, I screwed it up like an idiot. Caleb! I heard another girl yell behind me, but I was no longer in the mood for anything but my bed. I closed my eyes and inhaled the refreshing air as I stepped out of the club. I had parked my car at the end of the lot and walked hurriedly to it, afraid that someone would see me and push me back to the club. I'd rather chew my arm off than go back in there. My steps faltered as I spotted the unmistakable silhouette of a woman leaning against the filthy brick walls of the club parking lot. She probably had too much to drink and was puking her guts out. I would have been happy to leave her in peace, but when I glanced at her again, I noticed a man leering at her from a few feet away. My instincts to protect kicked up as the man straightened and walked toward her. The woman shifted and the poor lighting from the street lamp touched her face. My eyes widened in incredulity. What? Incredul what? How do you even say this word? Incredulity as I recognized the girl in the red at the club. I didn't need to think twice and went straight for her. The man hadn't noticed me yet as his gaze was concentrated on her, on the prize. The only prize he was getting tonight was a bloody nose if he didn't stop and turn his ass around. I know that's right, Caleb. When his hand closed around her wrist, her wrist, I nearly growled. The anger surprised me, but I had to shake it off or this night would turn into a shitstorm. I knew he finally saw me when he froze. Hey, baby, where have you been? I exclaimed, de deliberately making my steps light and easy. I refused to look at her for fear what I'd see there. If she looked even remotely scared, I was going to hit this dumb shit in the face. I've been looking everywhere for you. I got her now. When he refused to let go of her, I widened my stance, stretched my neck from side to side, and flexed my arms, and stared him down. The pervert moved back a step, two, three, until he whipped out, until he ripped around and started running in the opposite direction. Dumb shit, I said under my breath. What did you call me? Surprised that she heard me, I studied her face. How drunk was she? Not you, although I guess dumb is debatable. What are you doing here alone? Whoa, my friend, my hands shot out to hold her up as she swayed on her feet again. You all right? It was too dark inside the club to notice, but I could see her face was pale now. Eyes glassy. Without waiting for her reply, I scooped her up in my arms. She let out a weak protest. Do you need to throw up? I asked her, shaking her a little when she didn't respond. She moaned in distress, covering her mouth with her hands. That wasn't a smart move on my part. When she looked like she wasn't going to puke, I settled her carefully inside my car. You're not going to throw up in here, are you? I just got this car. She looked like she passed out already. Where do you live? I'll drive you. Homeless, she whimpered, surprising me that she re she responded, kicked out of my place. Wow, y'all. Sis is homeless, got kicked out of her place, and she's at the club, literally having the best time of her life, got super duper drunk, and now Caleb is faced with a, a situation. What is he going to do? Who knows? But let's listen to this quick ad, and then we'll get right back into the story. 
Thank you for listening to that ad. Now let's get back into the story. Leaning against the headrest, I took a deep breath and rubbed my face. Now what? I could drop her off to a hotel, pay her lodging for a few days so she'd have a place to stay while she looked for a new place, a job, whatever she needed. It was more than a stranger would do. But then I glanced at her and all those plans evaporated in the air. Her eyes were closed, her breathing even and shallow, but even in sleep, she looked troubled. This girl who was so fierce on the dance floor looked so vulnerable now. Her face seemed familiar to me, like a picture remembered from a long time ago, but I couldn't place where I'd seen her before. I wouldn't forget a face like hers. My brother always likes to point out that I was a sucker for damsels in distress. I figured he was right when I decided to take her to my apartment. I told myself she would not be safe in a hotel, especially in her current state. God knows what would have happened if I didn't show up. I started the car and turned the AC on full blast. She was going to have a hell of a hangover when she wakes up tomorrow morning. We were a few minutes away from my apartment when she suddenly jerked up in her seat, covering her mouth. Shit, no, she threw up all over my car. I nearly cried. My brand new car. The sound of gagging was bad enough, but the smell of it was so putrid, I nearly gagged myself. Desperately opening the windows and sunroof, I let out the breath I was holding and frantically gasped for air. Damn girl, one good deed and she threw up again. Man, pissed. I debated if I should drop her off at a hotel. I didn't know this girl. Even my savior complex had a limit, but I couldn't do it. Resigned, I parked my car in my spot and warily approached the passenger seat, holding my breath. I cleaned her as much as I could and scooped her up in my arms. She sank to high heaven. In the lobby, one of the security guards in my building pressed the elevator doors for me since my hands were full. Your girlfriend had too much to drink, sir? Now you and I both know I don't do girlfriends, Paul. I winked at him and he chuckled. As soon as the elevator doors opened on my floor, I went straight to the guest bedroom. She curled up like a tiny kitten and whimpered when I gently laid her on the bed. Mom, she sobbed. I hesitated at the door, glancing back at her. Whatever this girl went through wasn't pleasant. I should probably clean her up and change her clothes, but I didn't think she'd appreciate it in the morning to discover a stranger had stripped her. I might lose an eye or hand if I did. I better not risk it. Her breathing eventually evened out, but I didn't know how long I stayed there watching her sleep. Damn, Caleb. Okay, heard. Now, we are now going to Veronica's point of view. Veronica. The soft warmth of sunlight on my skin woke me. I savored the clean white sheets covering me, thinking of how sweet my mom was for changing them. Content. I smiled and burrowed. My mom. It wasn't possible. My mom was dead. I shot up from the bed, dazed. Blinking several times, I looked around and swallowed the panic, climbing up my throat at the unfamiliar room. Where the hell am I? And what is that horrible smell? It would really help right now if you don't panic, I muttered, taken aback by the horrible smell of my breath. Closing my mouth, I took several deep breaths to calm my rapid, beating heart. At least I still had my clothes on even though they were sold with dry vomit. 
That was where the stink came from. It was me. Good God. I could recall everything that happened yesterday except for last night. Blurred images floated in my head, but nothing concrete to give me a clue. Getting kicked out of my apartment because I couldn't pay the rent for two months was brutal. Leaving most of my belongings was easy since most of it was old and cheap and from flea markets. I had only taken my good clothes and mementos of my mother, stowing everything in the campus locker. For the first time in my life, I stepped into the club not to serve drinks or wipe tables, but to get drunk. It was my version of giving life the finger. I was a, I was a lightweight, and it didn't take long at all until alcohol hit my system. Since paranoia was my best friend, I looked at my arms and was relieved that I still had all my fingers. My legs were still covered by the wet duvet, and I wondered if they were still attached to my body. I wiggled my toes. Great. Still worked. Lifting my shirt, I made sure I didn't have any fresh stitches or pain. Someone could have stolen my liver, kidneys, or any of my precious organs. Satisfied that all my body parts were intact, I studied the room more closely. To call it a room seemed an understatement. It was larger than my whole apartment, furnished with expensive, tasteful things. A wide glass window with heavy white curtains encompassed almost the whole wall to my right, showcasing a prime view of the city. I must be in a high-rise building since the city looks small from where I was. Did I do something wilder than getting drunk last night? Like maybe, God forbid, sleep with a stranger? Lifting my butt, I did some Kegel exercise as if that would tell me if I had lost my virginity. Well, I wasn't sore. I was panicking again. Deep breaths, Veronica. Deep breaths. I quietly removed myself from the bed, feet sinking into plush carpet. Whoever owned this place must be loaded and I, ha and I had no intention of meeting him. What if he was a drug lord? Someone this rich must be one. And if he wanted to fatten me up first before selling my organs? Calm down, idiot. Before I could warm my way out, I spotted the ensuite bathroom and took advantage of it. When I was done, I slowly crept to the door, peeked out. Even in my panicked state, I couldn't help but notice the incredible surroundings. I'd only seen something like that in the glossy pages of magazines. Everything looked sleek and modern. High-priced paintings were strategically placed on white walls, and an enormous TV sat in front of an L-shaped cream couch. Hardware floors gleamed beneath my feet. I sneered at the luxury of it. Life was unfair. I mused as I tiptoed my way out of this place. My breath caught in my throat as I set eyes on someone standing in what looked to be the kitchen. His shirtless back was to me, and I could tell he was tall, with tanned skin and defined muscles rippling as he moved his arm. Like a moron, I stood there nervous and scared. As if he sensed my presence, he turned around suddenly. His eyes widened as he took in my appearance. I knew that face. Caleb. Caleb Lockhart. Oh no, not him. This was not happening. I woke up in the lair of the campus man whore. Ooh, Veronica, why you have to call this man a whore? Damn, sis. Okay. A piece of bread fell out of his mouth as he continued to gape at me. His wavy brown hair was mute. Must, must. What the heck is this word? Must? I've never seen this word before, but okay. His wavy brown hair was must and was sticking up everywhere, as if he too just woke up. His chest and stomach were very defined and very naked. 
there was a counter in front of him that ended just below his waist. So I couldn't see if he was wearing anything beneath. Please, God, I hope he's wearing something down there. And then he grinned as if he had all the time in the world. His eyes leisurely traveled from the top of my hair down to my toes and then went back to my face. I felt my toes tingle. Hey, baby, you look like you had a busy night. He drawled. Oh, God. Did we? Did you? I was stuttering in defense. I crossed my arms to hide my chest from his lavishous gaze. One dark brow lifted as he waited me as he waited for me to finish my question. My mouth felt dry and my head was starting to throb. I looked down at my naked feet and wondered where I put my shoes. Silly, silly girl. Just tell me. Tell you what exactly? His eyes were laughing at me, dimples pumping out. He knew exactly what I was talking about, but he seemed to find joy in torturing innocent people. Jerk. When he stepped forward, I moved a step back and yelled, excuse me, sorry, stay away from me. He frowned, holding his hands up. What the hell is wrong with you? I frantically searched for a weapon close by just in case he tried to attack me. Why am I here? You don't remember? I had a sudden urge to pull my hair. Remember what? His face darkened as if he was thinking of something unpleasant. Some pervert nearly took you and and possibly raped you last night. I saved you. My mouth hung open and you threw up all over my car. He paused twice. Rape me? My My memories were hazy, but I remembered resisting a guy's advances. What if it was him? He nodded, still staring at me intently. The way his green eyes were looking at me triggered a memory. A low, masculine voice murmuring, I've been looking for you my whole life. I shook my head to clear it and glared at him. How do I know you're not that guy? Oh, please, he scoffed, rolling his eyes. I don't have to force a girl to sleep with me. Okay, Caleb, Caleb with, the, with the confidence. He leaned back against a British block and crossed his arms across his impressive chest, studying me with his head tilted to the side. The muscles in his arms bunched. Thank you, I said quietly, but I was still suspicious. When you grew up in a rough area, suspicion came naturally to you, and I was no different. I don't remember anything from last night. You were drunk, he provided. I think I remember that part. And you're not hungover. I shook my head. No. Amazing, he sounded. He said, sounding impressed. Look, if you don't mind giving my shoes back, I can get out of your way. Not so fast. What? A lamp sat on a table five feet away that I could use in case he decided to grab me. You threw up all over my car and I just got it a few weeks ago. Oh, I bite my lip. I bit my lip. Isn't your dad rich? I gestured to the room uselessly at the luxury around us. Can't you just have someone clean it up for you? His eyebrows shut up. So you're going to have someone else clean up your mess? I clenched my teeth. What do you want from me? He jumped on the counter and sat on it. His full glorious body displayed for me. I gulped. At least he was wearing sweatpants. Do you have anywhere to go when you leave my place? There was a basket filled with apples on the counter beside him. He reached for one. How fortunate was he to reach for food whenever he wanted? He didn't have to fear going hungry or homeless. What kind of question is that? I'm going home. Where was home I had? No clue, but he didn't know that. 
He threw the apple in the air, caught it, threw it up again. And where is that? I felt my stomach quietly growl from hunger. It's none of your business. Well, I saved your life. I believe in conserving energy, so I just want to make sure you don't waste mine. I asked you last night where you live, and you told me you're homeless. Frankly, right now, you look like someone just stole your last dollar. My mouth opened in shock. You heard me. He stated, placing the apple back in the basket and crossing his arms again. Was he flexing in front of me? Why do you care? I demanded. It was a moment before he answered. Do you really have somewhere to go? The mild and sympathetic tone did it. I felt my eyes tear up. I could tell he was uncomfortable with my display. He jumped off the counter and went to open the fridge. Here, he said, quietly handing me a bottled water. I tried to say thank you, but I felt choked up. When I looked up, he was backing away from me. You know that you stink, right? I laughed. I laughed so hard that I needed to sit on the floor to prevent from falling on my face. And then I started crying. He must think I was insane. Why don't you stay here for a bit until you find an apartment? Caleb, how are you just going to ask some girl that you don't even know to stay in your apartment? Question mark, question mark. Shocked, I could only stare up at him. He shrugged. I know when someone is at the end of their rope. At the end of their rope, I glared up at him. I hate looking up at someone when I talk to them, so I got back on my feet. He was still taller. It made me angrier. Listen, pal, I may be homeless, but I'm not accepting your charity. Where else will you go? A homeless shelter? Listen, he raised a finger to my face. One, I live by myself, so you'll only have the pleasure of my company. Two, he raised a second finger. You're certainly safer here because you have me to protect you. And three, he raised a third finger. Ding, ding, ding. You can stay here for free. Ooh, you, you wanted to stay here with you for free, Caleb? Damn, that's actually low-key nice. I'm not going to lie. I narrowed my eyes. It all sounded too good to be true. Why are you helping me? Life had been life had beaten me up enough that I knew nothing came for free. He opened his mouth, but nothing came out. Then he shook his head. I don't know. Live with Caleb Lockhart in this huge place for free. That or or go to the shelter or live on the streets. I'm not going to be your prostitute. He looked insulted. Woman, a prostitute is what I won't ever need. Have you seen this body? Do you really think I need one? Besides, he added, grinning, when you decide to sleep with me, you'll be the one paying me. Mm. Wow. 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 So, y'all, what do y'all think of this story? I'm not going to lie. I feel as though this story is getting a little bit juicy. And we're actually not even done with with the the first page you know the first page where we're more so I would say 80% done with the first page so let me know how you all you know think of the story if you like this story I can continue this story and you know other episodes you know I can make this a series if you would like but yeah let me know what y'all all think and yeah but first let's listen to this quick little ad Thank you for listening to that ad. Now, I don't know about y'all, but this story seems really juicy and I don't know. I think I'm going to continue it. I'm going to make it a series. 
listen, I'm gonna make it a series, period. And you know, this is gonna be a night type of thing. So I most likely upload, you know, these types of episodes while I'm reading a story at night. So that way, you know, my listeners can listen to it before they go to bed. And you know, get yourself a little juicy story before you go to sleep. I'm not gonna lie, this this story, I just know that they're gonna fuck. They're gonna fuck, bro. They're gonna have sex. They're going to. They're going to, bro. Did you see the detail of how you know veronica described caleb's body and caleb is really out here allowing a girl a woman to live with him for free for free bro yeah they they're gonna they're gonna smash and i'm i'm here for the tea i can't wait till we get to that part because i know that part is gonna come up eventually in the story but once again let me know what you all think about this story and i'll definitely you know continue the story and do more stories you know do more stories do different genres because you know you gotta you gotta you know spice it up a little bit you know you gotta you know get a variety feel me but anyways unfortunately we have reached the end of today's episode but don't worry i'll be back tomorrow with another episode and make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend to tell another friend to tell their brother to tell their sister to tell their mother to tell their father to tell their cousin to tell another cousin to tell their nephew to tell their niece that your girl ak is posting every single day until christmas and we literally have how many days left y'all we literally have eight more days until Christmas. So I hope you all are excited. I'm super duper excited. But, you know, Podmas is literally coming to an end eventually. I'm low-key sad. But, you know, I've, I've definitely enjoyed Podmas so far. I hope you all are enjoying Podmas as well. But anyways, make sure you all go follow me on Instagram at I'm.AK underscore underscore. That is the letter I, the letter M, that's AK underscore underscore. That's two underscores, y'all. Thank you so much for tuning into AK Unfiltered. This is your girl AK, and your girl AK is out. Bye, y'all.